Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Cana Cross Made Simple podcast. I'm Shannon Wasak, certified dog fit trainer, and today we're going over more great listener questions. Another common objection I hear is, I have a little dog. They're too small for Canacross. Is this a concern of yours? The good news is size doesn't matter when it comes to Canacross. Any breed, any speed, right? I myself have a Jack Russell that weighs around 10 pounds. You don't have to be running with a Husky to have fun or to be successful. So let's dive in and talk more about how little dogs can have fun out on the trails too. Hey, trail runners, welcome back to the Canacross Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Canacross. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of Canacross and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. So you're worried that your dog is not your typical breed of dog that you see Canacrossing like a German short-haired pointer or a husky. You have a smaller breed and aren't sure if this is the sport for you and your dog. Let me say again that size doesn't matter. Size is not a barrier. Many small dogs pull like trains. And just for reference, let's take a look at another dog sport, agility. There are plenty of little dogs in agility that are very successful. I recorded a podcast last year with the owner of the blog, You Did What With Your Wiener, and she talks about all the fun activities she does with her little dogs. They're very active and go on some amazing and challenging hikes. So go back and find that podcast episode for some more inspiration. I'm going to break down four reasons why your dog isn't too small for Canacross. Today we're going to go over reason one and we'll cover the other three in an upcoming podcast. Reason number one, your dog isn't too small for Canacross is small dogs have the same needs for physical and mental exercise as big dogs do. Small dogs aren't accessories in handbags, am I right? Have you ever been out on the trails with your small breed and gotten some laughs or some not so nice comments about how your small dog should be a fashion accessory instead of your trail companion? I don't know about you, but that really gets under my skin. Let's help educate those people that smaller dogs need the same enrichment as larger dogs. All dogs, regardless of size, size needs need physical and mental stimulation and here are a few reasons why first physical and mental stimulation needs to be provided on a consistent basis it helps to promote good behavior and deter destructive behavior to quote pet Cetera animal clinic when you allot a set amount of time to work with your animal you're aiding in their health by preventing obesity strengthening of their cardiovascular health and muscles reducing digestive problems, keeping joints mobile and supple, and keeping their brain active. In other avenues, when you provide outdoor stimulation for your puppy, you are also promoting house training. When you go on frequent scheduled walks, it can promote your pet's ability to cope with your absences, build confidence and trust for your pet, and increase socialization with people and other dogs. End quote. Let's not forget that most breeds were bred for a specific job not to be house pets that lay around the house all day. So it's really our duty as pet parents to consider this before choosing a pet and being aware of this throughout their lives. Physical exercise helps to maintain healthy bones, muscles, and joints, just to name a few benefits. Canacross is a great outlet for providing physical exercise for both us and our dogs. We have the running, speed changes, technical aspects to trails, possibly hills depending on where you live, the dog pulling into harness, all the things. The physical exercise part of cane across is pretty obvious. Equally important is mental stimulation in our dogs. If you're only adding physical exercise to your dog's routine, you're doing a disservice to your dog. Sometimes physical exercise just makes a dog more active. Have you ever been out doing something physical with your dog like playing fetch only to come home to your dog bouncing around the house with continued energy? Mental exercise should also be a consistent part of your dog's daily routine. In Canacross, your dog learns commands. 
They focus on you and these commands to know which way to go, whether it's left or right, should they stop or run, is it time to slow down, or even walk behind or beside you when going downhill. They have to be aware of the trail terrain. Are they running through mud, water, or sand? Are there roots on the trails that they need to be aware of to avoid injury? And what about the critters that they come across? Was that a squirrel, a bird, a deer, another dog, and all of the mind-boggling smells that come with these animals? Think of all the mental stimulation that they encounter while on the trails. No wonder we have such a good time. So is this any different for smaller dogs? No, they too need to get out and have this time for mental and physical exercise. We don't all have access to a flock of sheep for our dogs to herd or activities that will fill the need for the job that our dogs were originally bred for, but we can engage in other activities that provide enrichment and meet the needs of their natural instincts. To quote nonstop dog wear, it's not the length of the legs that matter, it's the size of the heart. They even have a kit bag designed just for small dogs. So don't let those small dog haters get you discouraged. I have a 10-pound Jack Russell and we have a great time together out on the trails. As a PS, Canacross is suitable for any breed of dog as long as the dog is healthy enough to participate. Check with your veterinarian before you start training your dog to make sure they are the correct age and in the right shape to run. And it's worth mentioning that with brachycephalic dogs like pugs, boxers, etc., it's really important to be extra cautious due to their unique physiology. They can overheat very quickly and being very mindful of their well-being is super important. Also, a very good idea is to speak with your vet before taking up a new activity. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. If you have any questions about getting started or would like to go a little deeper in a private coaching session, then please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll get you set up. Did you know that we have a super secret podcast just for our email subscribers? I answer your questions about Canacross, so think of it as a mini coaching session only available to you. You can get access by going to bit.ly forward slash CMS secret podcast. Don't forget to submit your question to be answered on the show. Before you go, if today's episode helped clear up some of your confusion or frustration on your Canacross journey, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review so together we can help others not only learn more about this amazing sport, but also help them to discover this podcast so they can find answers to some of the questions that come up when getting started. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. I look forward to connecting with you in our private Facebook community. Now get those tales on the trails, and until next time, bye for now. Still have questions? If you feel you need a little more one-on-one time, I'm now offering 30-minute coaching, aka strategy sessions, to give you more personalized attention. We'll hop on Zoom and clear up any confusion you're having with equipment, commands, getting your dog to pull, etc. If this sounds like something you need, please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll make it happen.